Welcome to Girls with Tattoos. I'm Anna Shahash. And I'm Keely Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> so, my week, lots of ups, lots of downs. I got into my first grad school, Seattle Pacific University, and got rejected from my top pick, NYU. But we'll see and how whoop. it goes. <laughs> still have a few left to come in, so might still be going to New York yet. Cross all of your fingers. I need all the good karma and good vibes I can get. Wait, so how are you still end up going to New York? Because I applied to the University of Albany and Iona, which are both in New York, but not in New York City. Okay. I'm going to be honest, I'm freaking out all week because I'm like, <laughs> how am I going to live without Anna? No, I still, we're, we're still, you know, it's cutting it close because I have to reply to Seattle by April 5th, which is in like a week and a half. And I still haven't heard back from the other schools, so we'll see. Yeah, I just want you to be as close to me as possible. I know. I, I literally texted my sister. I was like, I'm scared now. <laughs> like, I just have been so, like, just betting on you coming with me. And no, so now I'm like, I I'm believe scared. Me, I, like, it was Friday, and I told both my parents. And I was, one, crying at work because I was very upset. That's good. And then I called, or texted my parents, and they both tried to call me, and I hung up on them. Because I was like, if they call me and we try and talk about this, I will actually be loudly sobbing at my desk. And that doesn't need to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm still holding out hope. Yeah. I did talk to my cousin who's, like, really into tarot, and she told me that I've been focusing too much on New York and that I need to look into other opportunities elsewhere. But that's not saying not New York. And that was on Thursday, and then the next day I got rejected. So I was like, mm-hmm. what kind of juju did you put out into the universe? <laughs> How easy will it be for us to see each other all the time if you're in Albany or the other place? The other place is in New Rochelle, which is, like, a 30-minute drive away from the city. So, like, we could still see each other on the weekends, like, easily. I don't know if I could live in the city, but... Yeah. We would at least be in the same state still, so. Yeah. That's the one I'm hoping for. I'm crying. I'm just going to miss you so much. <laughs> Don't think about it yet. Don't I know. I know. I, I also really, like, it. it's just messing with my head because when I went to Seattle, I liked it so much. Mm-hmm. But, like, every time I think about actually moving there, I want to cry because I don't want to do it. And, like, it's too scary and it's too far. And, like, you'll I know be it's alone. only too, Yeah, I'll be alone and, like. It's only two years that I'd be there, so it's not like I'm stuck for the rest of my life isolated away from everybody that I know, but yeah. <laughs> it still freaks me out, and, like, I don't know if I want to get... If I were to get an apartment, like, live there, like, would I want to get a one-bedroom apartment because I don't know anyone, I don't want to, like, live with someone I don't There's know. There's a good chance, like, you can room with the people in your master's program. I didn't really think about how much that was a thing, but, yeah. like, there's, like, Facebook groups for people with my, like, degree who would want to live together. Yeah. Which I'm starting to look at now. <laughs> and I that cool teacher woman. I want to live with her, too, and do art with her all the time. So I'm like... I know. It's fine. Not going to happen, but... No, but we can still all be friends. Yeah. So... Yeah. And I just, like, the whole... Not the whole point, but a huge part of me wanting to go to New York was to be closer to my family there. So I'm just yeah. like... That is also a huge part that is, like, slowly yeah. stabbing me in the chest. Like, if it won't happen. But then my dad was like... If you still want to live there after you do masters, then you can move there still and blah, blah, blah. And I said, I know, but, like, your girl has a plan in her head, and mm-hmm. your girl wants that plan to happen, so. Yeah. I'm just, I know we sound like such stupid young kids right now, 
But I just, I'm so scared about moving far away, like, having to make new friends. Like, no. Yeah, I don't know how that works. And, like, trying to, like, I don't know, like, juggling in my brain, like, how it'll be with my friends that are still here, like, mm-hmm. in Texas. Because I'm, like, I'm not going to be naive and assume we'll be as close as we were. But, like, what can I do to make sure that we don't stay out of touch? Because I can't imagine, yeah. like, losing Corey and Nat and all of them. Yeah. Like, I want those girls to be my bridesmaids. So, yeah. Well, and, like, you want it to like basically you want to do everything you can so where it's not your fault if the relationship like ends up dissolving or something Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like you know visiting but like that's also kind of unrealistic because it's a lot of money or like making sure they know that they could come visit but then like everyone's busy and like you'll have a job or be in like your master's program whatever so it's just like I don't know I'm also like really freaked out about being an adult but still being in school, like, being more of an adult than I am now, but, like, yeah. still being a college student, like, that seems kind of like a weird transition. But, like, you're not a college student anymore. I don't know, because, like, the way that grad schools are set up since, like, the classes, they're, like, nothing like undergrad classes in, yeah. like, the timing that's set up. It's, like... Yeah. Are yours going to be mostly in the afternoon? Well, I, I don't know. For my degree, they... It's honestly so complicated. I feel like my first semester is going to be very similar to college. Like, they say, like, don't get a job Mm. because you'll have classes, like, all day, every day kind of thing. Yeah. But then I think as time goes on, it'll be more like I'll have classes, like, two or three times a week, you know? Yeah. But then after that, like, I'll have days off to where I could get a job. I don't know. Yeah. I love not knowing. (laughs) It's so fun. Yeah. They said, for at least Seattle, they said that, like, all the master's classes are in the afternoon. So you can have, like... Mm Mm-hmm. Not necessarily a full-time job, but, like, a job that happens during the normal hours of the day. Yeah. Which I guess is nice, but I also hate But that's how most grad programs are. Yeah. I don't... I'm not productive in the afternoon. I'd rather have... But I mean, like, that's where, like, the being an adult part comes in. I know. I don't like like it. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) You had another interesting thing happen last night. Your car got egged. Oh, yeah. So, basically, um, I parked in front of someone's mailbox at, like, 10 o'clock at night, and... They were so concerned about the fact that they could not get to their mailbox that they wrote me a note in all caps, and I don't even remember what it said, but I know it said, like, fuck you for parking in front of my mailbox, and at the end it said cunt, so that was cool. Um, and then they, yeah, egged my car with four eggs, and I just don't get, like, I never have been that upset with someone to where I felt that I needed to egg their car. That's just so shitty, like... And like, it doesn't get shittier than egging someone's car. It's yeah. like a stranger. Well, that's a, the like ex-boyfriend, thing for me. sure. Yeah, I've thought about it for an ex-boyfriend. I've never actually done it, one. Mm-hmm. And then, like... Key the car. Yeah. Much more effective. <laughs> Fucking slash my tires, why don't you? Like, yeah. anything but egging it. But it doesn't make any sense because it's a Saturday night. You're not going to get mail the next day. And I don't care what catalog you had in your mailbox that, like, you wanted to read. I don't know, at 11 o'clock at night? Like... I get, like, being afraid that it's going to still be there the next day or something, and, like, you can't get to your mail, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know. There's just a lot about that that's just really annoying. People don't need to be that petty. No, it's definitely not. But And then I had to hand wash it because I took it to a HEB car wash and paid $12 to get it, like, mega super washed, and it still didn't come off. So that's why it's so shitty because, like, egg can, like, damage the paint on a car, I've yeah. been told. <laughs> I've also been told that. And yeah. I was like, I'm not risking it. And so I, like, I know. went and got, like, a sponge that didn't have a scrubby side so I could, like, make sure I didn't scratch it. And, like, mm-hmm. 
Okay, so me and Anna were debating earlier because we got dinner right before this. So I immediately assumed it was girls who did this. I can only imagine, like, I'm so good at empowering women because I can only imagine <laughs> girls being petty enough to, like, write a note and, and like, and egging someone's car. But you thought it was boys. I thought it was boys because the handwriting looked kind of like boys. And I also just imagine, like... I don't know, some, like, drunk guys getting home and being like, dude, what the fuck? Like, why is there this car in front of our mailbox? Mm-hmm. And be like, dude, we should fucking egg it. Like, fuck this person. Like, what a, mm-hmm. like, and it's a white Jetta, so definitely a girl's driving it. So that's why they called me a cunt or some shit. Like, I don't know. That's why I assumed it was guys. Uh, so we want you all, we're going to do a poll on our Twitter. Yes. <laughs> so I want you all to go and find it at GWTPod and... Tell us whether you thought it was a girl or guy who did, or girls or guys who did this. Yes, and Tyler Takeol and Shannon McGuire, you guys and Rachel Miller, y'all can't vote because <laughs> I feel like one of y'all actually looked at their mail. I don't remember what it was, but you would probably know. So don't skew the results. Do you know? I don't know. I don't. Okay. They like Tyler like pulled the mail out of their mailbox and threw it in their lawn. And so, well, and then they went back and egged the house, which I, is, you thought that was shitty, but I was like, hell yeah, like egg their house back. That's so awful of them. I, I mean, I think it's off. I'm just not the type of person to retaliate. Like I never honk my horn at people when they cut me off. Like I just don't, I'm not an aggressive person in that sense. So I never, I'm just, I think like that was such a shitty thing to do for you not doing something that shitty. Yeah. That made sense. I hope. <laughs> But that, my, that so my behavior did not warrant their behavior. Exactly. But their behavior warranted <laughs> getting their house egged. Fight fire with fire. Exactly. Fight eggs with eggs. And healthy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. I'm, like, recovering from being sick, and there's a sneeze at the tip of my nose right now, <laughs> and I might kill myself because it's not coming. <sighs> You have to look at something that's a light, because then it irritates your eyes, which irritates your sinuses, and that's what makes you sneeze. Whenever you pluck your eyebrows, do you have to sneeze? No. You're the only person I know who is like that. I don't that. know what the thing. I literally, like, pluck one hair in my eyebrow, and I sneeze five times immediately. Like, I mean, it would make sense, but it's just extra sensitive, because, like, it's around your eyes. Yeah, it's just time. weird. Like, because every time I go get my eyebrows threaded, which is literally just, like, extreme plucking, Yeah. They, I always sneeze, like, a fuck ton. And there, I always tell them each time, I'm like, hey, warning, one, I'm going to cry, and two, I'm going to sneeze a lot. And they're like, what? I'm like, does no one else sneeze when you do this? And no, I'm like the only one, I and I so. don't know why. I mean, it's, I guess it makes sense kind of why it's a thing, but not why, like, why isn't it a thing for everyone and yeah. not just me? No, I think, yeah, objectively, I can understand why it happens, but I just don't know anyone else who it's like that for. So, you're a medical anomaly. Wow. <laughs> She's so special. <laughs> yeah, our weeks were a lot different. I just I'm sick all Honestly. week, so I've just been in bed all this week. But you've had an exciting time. Yeah, whirlwind. I also saw the most recent How to Train Your Dragon. Super cute. God. I recommend no, it. <laughs> and subject, what else did I do this week? It's very uneventful. Picked up my cap and gown. That was weird. The people were like, "Congratulations!" I was like, "Fuck you! I don't want to graduate anymore." <laughs> I Why? do, but I do, oh. but it's just like I I'm still just, don't know what's happening and it's freaking me out. Yeah, I just can't believe you haven't heard like now it's starting to get weird that you haven't heard back. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it'll all lie. you know, hashtag workout for a reason and like God's plan <laughs> and all that shit. Ew. <laughs> oh wait, I went to a concert last night. You did. Kinda. So this Christian fraternity on campus had this party. Not really a party because they 
once you get in that fraternity, you swear off sex and drinking. So, I like... I you had to swear off sex. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? I know a lot of guys who are in bugs who have girlfriends. I'm confused why those girls would want to date them. <laughs> I'm Sorry. S- Not that sex is everything, but it's a big part of it. I have a really controversial opinion. I'm not going to state it because it's controversial, but yeah. I just want to know I have one about <laughs> people who can swear off sex. Mm. But, um... So I went to that, and they had the band camp Camino. Is that how you say it? The band Camino and Mr. Wives come play at their party. And like, Mr. Wives is a popular band, so yeah. I'm so conf- like, I didn't believe. And they're not even from Texas. Like, the, the neither band are from Texas, which no. is what surprised me. Yeah. So I was just like, how did they manage to get these like big name bands? Yeah. And did it they was, have to pay for it? Like, was it a charity thing? There were so many people there, so I'm sure they got a lot of money for it. And also, mm. like, they have a lot of sponsors because, you know, these are pure boys who don't have sex. Oh, so, I see. Yeah, I don't know. It was just wild. I, like, didn't believe it was real. Like, I was, like, about to cancel. Like, so I was like, this is... I'd rather just lay in bed than, like, go be fooled by this. Yeah. But me and Corey went, and it was so much fun. They were so good. And it was fun. nice weather. It was. It was, like... The park's, like, within walking distance, so we were able just, like, to walk over there from our house, and it was just really cool and chill. Did people bring their dogs? Yes, there was a little chihuahua-looking dog in a lobster costume right by us. that's so cute. Very cute and wholesome. (laughs) That's adorable. Yeah. Okay, (sighs) time to get to our topic this week. This week, we are girls with tattoos who like... The movie To All the Boys I've Loved Before. So, this is a Netflix movie with... Lana Condor? Is that how you say your name? I say Lana Condor, so I think we just got our vowels differently. Like, All right. Don't know which was right, but and then Noah Centineo. I know how to say that one. <laughs> yeah. uh, the infamous. This is a Netflix original movie that came out this summer. Mm-hmm. It's about. Do you want to give a quick synopsis? I'm probably the worst person, but sure. Um, so basically, this girl is super into romance, but has never had a boyfriend or had any romantic interactions with people, and she has written these five letters to boys that she's had very intense crushes on, slash, like, been in love with them. Um, It's, like, throughout her whole life. Like, every time she's had a big crush, she, like, a boy who she thinks she's in love with, she writes them a note, and so there's, like, like, at the age of 7, 12, Mm -hmm. 13, 15, and now, like, 17, you know? Yeah, and one of them is her sister's boyfriend, like, mm-hmm. current boyfriend, so it's, like, she never shows anyone the letters. She, like, puts their address on them, but doesn't ever mail them out, and, um, basically, they get mailed out, and she has to deal with the consequences of them mm-hmm. knowing that they meant something to her, I guess, like, you Yeah, know. and, like, the main plot of the movie, because she wants the, her sister's boyfriend to not, like, know that she was, like, actually in love with him. Yeah. And so she starts dating, fake dating, the another recipient of one of the letters because he wants to make his like recent ex girlfriend jealous, and then of course like all fake relationships. Yes, it, you I know, love they that up, trope <laughs> so much. Yeah, they end up having, getting feelings for each other and yeah. falling in love at the end. I guess yeah, and it's just cute because like. I don't know. I love romance movies, and, like, I can relate to her a lot because I also love, like, romance novels and, like, hope that those exist, but also am kind of cynical in the fact that, like, I know that most of them, like, that, like relationships mm-hmm. don't turn out that way, so. Also, like, I relate a lot to, like, making a big deal of a guy yes. in your head. Like, yeah. that just crush that you just, mm-hmm. like, can't stop thinking of. Like, it just hurts, and, like, I... 
I honestly love that she, like, wrote letters to them, because, like, yeah. I bet that would be really helpful just to, like, get all your thoughts and feelings on paper in front of I, you. I have done that multiple times with guys. I'm not in a letter form, but just, like, a why am I feeling so many feelings right now kind of thing, mm-hmm. and, like, I hate looking back at reading them because, like, usually the person ends up, one, fucking me over, or two, like, never actually meaning that much to me, like, mm-hmm. as I thought they would, but it's still, like, just funny to see... I know. It's, like, it's so weird because, like, those extreme, like, just huge crushes. like, obsession. Like, you don't want to, like, ever tell that person you like them because you're so nervous of, like, the worst happening. But then so easy with, like, boys who you just, like, think is attractive just to, like, like, make a move on them immediately. That's true because it's, like, what do you have to lose? Like, rejection from this person who, like... And it's, like, this kind of thing where you're, like, there's no way they could feel as much as I'm feeling about them, about me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, you have so many strong feelings. I don't know. I always assume, I'm like, there's no way that, like, Mm -hmm. they could ever love me as much as I love them. Like, (laughs) I know. So it's so wild whenever they do end up having feelings for you. Yeah. So we, one of our things we wanted to do for this episode was to, like, who would we send our letters to? Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know if mine are five. I just kind of want to go through my life. Yeah. Like, but you go first. So my first one would be to this boy named Severin, who I was in love with in fifth grade. And he was, like, this super, like, I don't know. He's I talked about him a little bit because he's the reason why I like boys with curly brown hair. Mm-hmm. And, like, he used to, like, make comics. And he had this binder that he would, like, draw all of his, like, comics in. And it also had his journal in the back. Mm-hmm. And we did um, extended care, which is, like, after school care. So, like, I knew him pretty well. But I also was that girl who was, like such a bitch to him because I didn't want him to know that I had a crush on him mm-hmm. so one day I like stole his journal and like read it and saw that he like actually wrote down I hate Anna so much and so <laughs> I was so, so crushed and then the next year he started dating my best friend and like in sixth just, grade yeah and Ugh. she is like the physical opposite of me in every way like she's With super Ellie? tall super skinny no this is a girl named Emma mm-hmm. she ended up going to a different middle school than me but um, like, long blonde hair, like, tall, like, literally the exact opposite of me, so I was like, he could never love me, mm-hmm. but then senior year, we, like, rekindled, kind of, we, like, reconnected, and, like, I could mm-hmm. tell he liked me, and I was like, yes, fifth grade, Anna made it! <laughs> She's not chubby anymore, and she mm-hmm. got Severin, but not really. And then the next one would be this boy named Daniel Cottle, who, probably why I had the thing for band guys for a while. He was, like, the first guy that I thought was... He also had blonde hair and blue eyes. Hmm. Hmm. But anyways, um, okay, Draco. I was obsessed with him, especially because we would do, like, full orchestra stuff. I'm sorry, I'm such a nerd. But, um, and so I was like, this is my chance to, like, see him and, like, show him that I'm such a good cello player mm-hmm. and, like, I... Bleh, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then I would probably still write a letter to Drew because I think I'll always be a little bit in love with him and he will be the boy that got away from me, my first ever boyfriend. Um, Even though I did write him a letter after we broke up explaining why we broke up, which... That was Because you weird. ended it, right? Yeah, I ended it because... But then he's the boy that got away. Like, that's yeah, what, that's this is so stupid. Like, I really... And I've thought of so many times, like, trying to start things back up, but then I'm like, no, like, I'm not sure. I'm, like, the wishy-washiest person, but... Mm-hmm. And then the last person would be to a boy named Brian, who I've been in love with since freshman year when he was in my music and world cultures class, and I know him well, and Wait, I... Is this the one that I've met... We met at Northgate? Probably, yeah. Like, I'm actually friends with him now, yeah. 
and we've gotten like we get lunch and we like catch up and stuff but he is not interested in me and I am not okay with it and I (laughs) want to marry him so badly You're brave for saying their names. I can't say any of my guys' names because I'm nervous that they None of them might will listen this. to this, and if they do, it doesn't matter. I feel matter. like mine might. I know. Well, yeah. Mine definitely is listening <laughs> to this. Um, I'm trying to think. Honestly, so two of my guys are from my church camp, which is funny because I'm like not. I don't know. I'm in a weird place right now when it comes to religion. Um, but one was my first ever, like, kind of boyfriend. And it was literally, like, the most intense crush I ever had. Because I just had the worst self-esteem growing up, which, like, whatever all girls do. I'm not original in well, that case. Okay. But I, like, literally day one at camp thought he was the cutest boy ever. Like, just, like, tan, tall, like, brown hair, like, light brown Ooh. hair. And he was just so cute. And some, I don't know... I'm assuming maybe some girl, like, went and told him I thought he was cute, as they do. But he liked me back. And so we were, like, you know, boyfriend and girlfriend of camp. We were, like, in fifth grade. So, obviously, once camp ended, like, things fizzled. But it was just, like, the most extreme crush I ever had. And, like, I remember telling him, like, I have no idea why you like me. And he was, like, what, like... I don't understand why you like me. Like, it was just, like, both of us were, like, very confused how we liked each other. And if I, like, ended up, I think in high school, I found him on Instagram, or he followed me or something. Oh, my and goodness. And I, so I followed him back, and he, he's, like, a total yee-yee boy now. <laughs> like, not my type by any means, but, like, just still, like, I don't know. Like, Strawberry Wine was our song. Oh, which, That's such a bad song for fifth graders at church camp. <laughs> Literally about alcohol. It's sex. about, like, losing your virginity at... Oh, my God. Seven, 16, 17, however old she is. 17, yeah. 17, yeah. Um, but oh that was our song. I still, I think of him every time I hear that song. Like, that's, that's how so intense that funny. fifth grade crush was. Yeah. And I think that was just, like, when I, I don't know. Like, that's just the feeling of a boy liking you back. Like, nothing is better. Yeah. So, he was definitely one I would write. And then, I can't think if this was the same year at church camp or another year, but there was a counselor in training so it's like a teenager mm-hmm. who but they want to be a counselor yeah. when they reach like the age which I'm assuming is 16 so he's probably like 14 when I was in fifth grade yeah but he played the guitar Ooh. and was just like so he had blonde hair but was like tan mm-hmm. just so mm-hmm. cute mm-hmm. I had the hugest crush on him and but he ended up like I added him on Facebook the second I had a Facebook and I'm trying to think what it was I think I, I was like 16 he, I think, like, I DM'd him on Facebook telling him happy birthday, mm-hmm. and he was, like, quite a bit older, like, early 20s at this point. Yeah. And he, it, like, ended up a thing where, like, once a year, I think I might have been 15, because, like, once a year after that, we would just have one good Facebook conversation. I think I remember you telling me about him. Yes, because, like... I'll, I'll get to it, but we always had just one, like, amazing face of conversation every year, which I know sounds silly, but just, like, no. this guy I had a huge crush on, like, yeah. we'd have a good... Keeping the memory alive in your brain. Exactly. Like, we'd have, a, like, a great deep talk, too, and, like, the fact that he was talking to me back, like, yeah. blew my mind, like, would hold me over until the <laughs> next year, and then... But once I turned, like, 18, it was in college, then, like, it kind of started getting real, like, then it got a little bit more flirty, mm. and I don't know... 
it just started getting weird for me. Like, I had just romanticized the heck out of him when yeah. I was younger. And, like, he, like, recently, I was, like, as recent as the summer, he's, like, tried to hang out. Because we live, like, in different parts of Texas. But I, I don't know. I definitely just, like, the memory of him is what I, yeah. like, loved so much. Yeah. And... I honestly like, just don't want to ruin it at all, so I've, like, just been ghosting him lately. He actually, he texted me when I got into Columbia. Oh. So that was really nice, but I just feel bad, because I'm, like, I just I probably... Don't actually want to meet you. Yeah, like, I might have, I kind of feel like I led him on. I don't know, it, things just kind of started feeling weird. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you can tell when, like, there's, like, an expectation yeah. beginning to form, I feel like. Yeah, I think the main reason why I feel weird, because I know for sure the same year that he was, like, the counselor training when I was at camp... There was another counselor who I thought was really cute, and, like, later that year, like, that summer, so I'm, well, how old are you in fifth grade? 12? 11? I think you're 11. Yeah, so, like, later that year, um, another boy, and this was summer before fifth grade, I'm pretty sure, maybe after fifth grade, but one of the other counselors, so he must have been, like, 15, mm-hmm. uh, like, we were emailing each other, and then he, like, asked me out, mm-hmm. and 11-year-old Keely, like, stranger danger kind of thing went on, because I, like, you know, it's one thing, look like, being 11-year, looking up to a really cute 15-year-old and, like, liking them, but whenever they like you back, like... That's weird. Yeah, you can, like, kind of realize, like, this is not how it's supposed to be, yeah. and so I just got major, like, creepy vibes from him, and yeah. so honestly, I think, like, I kind of associated that, like... Even though, like, I was 18 when this other guy started, like, hitting on me. Yeah. I'm like, I liked you because you didn't like me back. You know? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, it makes it real, and, like, you don't actually have to, like, yeah, mess with it. Exactly. But, yeah, those are... So, that's, like, fifth grade and middle school. Those are my big crushes. And then in high school, like, of course I loved, like, Sammy, my, like, long-term boyfriend I had. Yeah. Um, I'll always, like, have a special place in my heart. But, like, I'm just thinking of, like, the guys that basically just didn't like me back. That's yeah. who I'm thinking about these notes for. And so, definitely the guy I lost my virginity to. Mm. He was, like, my first kiss, first sex. <laughs> For lack of better words, I don't know. <laughs> um, and, like, first love. Like, I loved him so much. But he was just not a good guy by any means. Like, yeah. would always just like use me when he was like bored kind of thing yeah um and I even though I like was definitely in love with him he's he told me once that he loved me and I like couldn't say it back because like he had hurt me so much before that um but he I don't know he like I always text him I lost my virginity on the 4th of July so every year on the 4th of July I text him happy (laughs) me losing my virginity day oh my god um and then (laughs) I'm nervous saying this last one because I know this guy listens to this podcast um, but there's a guy in my freshman year that I fell in love with, and I'm pretty sure, I can't tell if he knows, because I was really drunk one night, and this is how I remember typing out this text. Mm-hmm. I was trying to word it to where if he loved me back, then I was saying I loved you. <laughs> I loved him. But then if he didn't love me back, then I was just saying I used to love him. And I don't know how, like, I was so, so drunk. I don't, I can't tell you how I worded this, how, if I did that successfully, I deleted it immediately after I sent it. Oh, my God. So I have no idea what I said, but that was my goal in the conversation. Wow. And he basically ended up just responding, like, I, I don't know. I just, I can't tell if, like, I just wasn't clear at all. Yeah. But he was basically like, haha. We'll pretend like this night never happened. 
no. But he's, like, still such a good friend. I am, like, shaky right now because he <laughs> definitely listens to this. And I hope he doesn't knows him. And I hope he doesn't text me asking who this is. <laughs> uh, but he's he'll always probably be the one that got away. Like, I've totally romanticized every inch of him in my head. And yeah. if he proposed to me right now, I would say yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Oh, I'm so scared. Love it, love it. (laughs) Those are the to all the boys I've loved before and still kind of do. Those are all them. That's fair. Mm -hmm. So another aspect of this movie, we kind of talked about because we recently rewatched the movie. Oh, yeah, we watched that. Uh, last um, weekend. Wednesday Wait. night? Oh, no, yeah, Wednesday. This week. We yeah. Watched it, so that's when we were like, we have to talk about this. Because it's just such a cute movie. And I remember when I first watched it, I just, like, totally stole my heart. Mm-hmm. And um, But some things came out about the star of the movie that kind of made it a little cringy. <laughs> yeah, so Noah Centineo... So he, like, blew up after this movie because he was, he's just so attractive. Mm -hmm. And just charming and charismatic and, like. And he's a new star. Like, this is probably the first. No, he was in, uh, what's that ABC Family show that he was in? Oh, Foster? Yes. Yeah, he was in that one. But, like, this one really made him blow up, like, Mm -hmm. as a heartthrob. Yeah, yeah. And. Oh, it totally got to his head. Like, you could just tell. It, like, his tweets were just, like, they still are very, like, pseudo-deep, whatever. Yeah, so there's a term. Curtis Curtis Connor, is he the one that coined this? I don't know if he coined it, but I think he just, like, made the video about it. But the soft boy? Yes, soft boy. I... It's different from a fuckboy because it's a guy who, like uses kind of emotions and sensitivity as a way to get girls, but it's all, like, fake still. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not... You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Repeat what you just said. So, it's basically, like, a soft boy is, like, a fuck boy who uses sensitivity and, like, emotionality to get the girl. It's kind of a new age fuck boy. I don't know. In my opinion, the new age fuck boy nowadays are guys who like pretend to be nice to like make you fall in like with them mm-hmm. and but then we'll still like fuck you over in the end like yeah like they're, they still they, their tensions are the same but it's a different approach mm-hmm. soft boy is this it's just a little bit different i don't know i think it's more like the hipstery version kind of yeah like the wannabe hipstery version of the new age fuck boy <laughs> so like Does maybe one example i'm gonna say i was um on Tinder while I was in New Orleans because I was very, very bored, and I screenshotted one of these because I thought it was hilarious, and I haven't showed you yet because I forgot to, but (laughs) this guy's bio says, vertically challenged incorporeal shadow being, trying to meet fellow emo trash slash goth enthusiasts and a pixie to cuddle, insomniac nerd, let's talk about video games and D&D at 4 a.m. Oh, God. That's kind of... It's a little bit more nerdy than a soft boy, yeah. but the whole, like... Let's talk about D&D at 4 a.m. Yeah. That's very, like... And a pixie to cuddle. Like, yeah. Like a manic pixie dream girl that, like, looks like Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, can I see that? I'm gonna, like, reword that to be more, like, generalized so that people can, uh, like, adapt this to guys <laughs> they know. The vertically challenged, that's that's on point, because that just means short. Yeah. They're short. I don't know what incorporeal shadow means. Basically, that's- like, he's a ghost. Like, he's probably... Like, very skinny slash, like, mm. underweight so like, I feel in like terms of, like, being, like, you know. A more, like, 
casual way to put that would be like introverted. Yeah. Like it, this gives like, this guy's Tinder bow, right? So if you saw like an introvert um, trying to meet my fellow emo trash goth and Susie, so that's like trying to find a girl to cuddle with, basically. Yeah. That's what trying to a find like another. I don't even know. Oh god. And then that let's talk about video games and D&D at 4 a.m. It's like let's read poems at 4 a.m. like watch the stars. Like that's like yes. what a soft boy would say. And so Noah Centineo, go look through his tweets and you'll just recognize all of this immediately. He's very soft boy. Although not that soft boy because he <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I guess his Snapchat got hacked. And so he I, I only watched one video, but there's a ton, and I hope everyone saw it, because it was the greatest and then worst thing I've ever seen. It's like... <laughs> when we first saw it, we were like, I'm down for this. Yes, like, then, I love him, but then he just got cringier and cringier, yeah. and so now when I look back on it, it makes me want to die. But it's basically him just, like, I don't know, walking and holding his camera, and he's like, so, you gonna show me how you squirt, or... <laughs> Or what? Like, one would not know how to react if a guy ever said that to me. Yeah. Maybe I would, like, right then. Or maybe, I don't know, but, like... I mean... Oh. It's his just, personality is just so shitty now. Yeah. And so I'm, like, so nervous for the next movie because they're just started filming. The other video where he's like, um, hey, I think you're cute. <laughs> or whatever. Oh, and he does, like, the weird... Like, googly... I, I don't oh, know. I hate him. I hate him. <laughs> Oh, and it, oh, it, he's, like his baby voice. Don't get me started on baby voices. Keely hates baby voices. Yeah, I had a guy talk in a baby voice about my boobs to me as we were like having sex. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> that's weird. There's so many better ways to talk. To me. Don't talk to my boobs, actually. <laughs> First of all, oh my gosh, but uh, yeah. So he's just so cringy, and so I feel like this next movie, I. Because when I watched the first one, I was like, he's the hottest guy I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. But then you could just tell it got to his head, which is the most unattractive thing ever. Yep. And so now, the next movie, I don't even know how I'm going to react. But it's, like, not even focused on him. Do you know what the next one's about? Isn't it, like, about John Ambrose? Yeah, her. Like, the guy she fell in love with at summer camp. Yeah. Like, the, the first one ended with him showing up on her front doorstep with flowers. And so I think it's about, like... Wait, what? Yeah, that's what we just watched. I don't remember. What? Yeah, at the very end, the guy showing up with a letter and flowers. I think I blacked out. You literally were like, I've never seen this before. Oh, my God. I know, and I can't remember it now. Okay, well, so so she sent out five letters. Yeah. One was Noah Centineo, who she wrote to, because in seventh grade, seventh she grade. kissed him. Mm-hmm. And then there was a guy her freshman year who she went to homecoming dance with, and like he ended up being gay. Mm-hmm. And then the most recent one was her sister's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And then there's two other ones. One, From a guy... Camp. And then one... From Model UN. Yes. Which one got sent back to her? The summer camp one. Okay, so summer camp guy got, like, the letter, like, his address isn't... Like, it never got to him. Yes. But then there's one that we never heard about again the rest of the movie until the very end, and that guy showed up to her front door with flowers in, like, the letter. And so that's what the next movie is about, I'm pretty sure, because I think I read, like, the bio of the book, Mm. and it's about, like her dealing, like, juggling between him and, uh... Noah character? Exactly. <gasps> Interesting. So I'm kind of excited to see, like, him fight for her now, rather yeah. than, like, her just have a crush on him and him, like, you know, realizing yeah. his feelings for her, too. Yeah. When I can't really tell... Oh, 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 okay, wait. I remember copying this. So I was on Tumblr because I'm a trash human being, um, and... They, someone posted something about 
that this movie, someone quote tweeted a tweet, and the, the original tweet was, I suggest any and all men to watch To All the Boys I've Loved Before and take some notes because Peter Kavinsky raised the bar for you hoes. Which is Noah Centineo's character, yes, Peter Kavinsky. Peter Kavinsky. And so then this guy quote tweeted it and said he really just wrote like five one to two sentence letters because he like writes little notes to her yeah because she it's kind of cute at the end because she was like i just want a boy to write me a letter and she her little sister had collected all the notes that he had written for her yeah and so they're like there's your letter (laughs) so he says only just wrote five one to two sentence letters took laura jean to a party to get and to get some milkshakes and made out in a hot tub. How was the bar raised? When he defended Laura when the video got released, because, like, they make out in a hot tub at a ski trip, and everyone thinks that, like, they had sex, and there's, like, a video that gets released about it, and, like, mm-hmm. people kind of give her shit for it, and he, like, tells any everyone in the school that, like, they didn't have sex, and, like, if anyone, like, talks about her, then he'll, like, beat them up or whatever. Mm-hmm. So... This, like, at the end of the tweet, he says, sounds like what a normal boyfriend would do to me. And then, like, somebody dissected the whole, like, interaction and, like, made a list of oh all God. the ways that, like, Peter Kavinsky or whatever is, like, it's the very end of it, because I'm not going to read you the whole list, says, Peter Kavinsky didn't just raise the bar for boys because he's cute. He raised the bar slash put the bar back where it's supposed to be because unlike boys nowadays, he's thoughtful and sweet and genuinely kind and actually goes out of his way to show you he cares about you. Mm-hmm. And I kind of agree with that, but, I mean, there are just parts in it that bother me. Like, he, like when he, like, doesn't get that scrunchy back. Yeah. And, like, the fact he t- he's talking and, like, interacting with his ex-girlfriend throughout the whole time. I know. I have, that was one thing I kind of wanted to mention. Like, I don't, but now I'm, like, rethinking it because, for one, like, their relationship was fake. Yeah. So, she had not many rights to get upset by the fact that he was talking to his ex-girlfriend because... When they set out the rules for it, like, initially... It was to get her back and, like, yes, to get her jealous. Exactly. And But I totally understand. There's one part where... Uh, what's her name? Lana. Jen. Or, oh, Jalara Jean? Yeah. She was, like, sitting underneath the bleachers with her friend eating a sandwich. And then, like, Peter Kaminsky and his ex are, like, climb on the bleachers to have, like, a private conversation mm-hmm. and, like... Laura Jean, Laura Jean, whatever, was just sitting underneath him and, like, happened to hear it. And it was basically, like, him saying, the reason why we aren't together is because you have a new boyfriend, not yeah. because I have a new girlfriend. Yeah. And that part just, like, stabbed me in the heart because my, like, I had a boyfriend who we had been dating for, when did, so at, at six months of us dating, I found text messages that he had sent a couple months before to his ex-girlfriend and it was basically him saying like I love you and like the only reason why we aren't together is because you have a new boyfriend like he never even talked Mm. about me yeah and so it was hard because for what like for I found them a couple months later so they you know in my like they weren't really relevant relevant anymore I could tell they hadn't texted since then yeah but we had been dating for like three months at that point and he the only reason why he like, wasn't back with her, apparently. It was because she had a new guy, not because yeah. he was dating me. And it was such a hard obstacle to get over. I ultimately ended up staying with him, but yeah. I was, like, insanely jealous the whole time because yeah. I couldn't trust him anymore. But, so that's why I'm, like, don't think Peter Kerensky, like, raised the bar much, but also mm-hmm. I'm, like, but what just happened? Oh, my Siri. Yeah. <laughs> that, <was so> scary. <laughs> that really scared me. <laughs> I... <laughs> I guess oh no! Siri had heard me say I like you, and so she said, "Do you?" 
<laughs> I thought there was like somebody under the bed or something. Yeah, that was scary. Me Sorry. Out. Um, <laughs> but that's why I'm like. But also, they set out the rules like that, and yeah. so, I don't know, I'm a huge fan of communication, like, if you didn't want the relationship to be what it was, which for them really wasn't one, yeah. and, like, you don't really have too much right to get mad yeah. until you talk about it and, like, set new boundaries, that was... Yeah. No, I, I know what you're saying, and then, like, because there's that part, too, like, right after they're, like, making out in the hot tub, which is basically where they admit their feelings for each other, mm-hmm. he apparently goes to... Mm-hmm. his ex-girlfriend's room. And, to, like, end things. Yeah, and so, like, it's... So that's why, like, he is good. Yeah. But, like... It comes across mm-hmm. in, like, a way that, like... And to be fair, most of the time, everything's, like, gray. And could he have done things better? Yes. Yeah. But at least, like, the intentions were good. Yeah. And, like, you're right. But, like, the, neither of them communicated the best way, so it wasn't, like, she was the best communicator and he sucked. Like, they both yeah. were bad at communicating, so that also exactly. helps. That's a hard situation, because I take back. She's, like, I understand her... I think... I understand her feeling bad, but she couldn't... I, she shouldn't have, like, you know, gotten pissed off at him, yeah. like, rude to him. Yeah. Like she did. Like, you're allowed to feel bad, but at the same time, he did the right thing yeah. as best he could have. Wow. This is... A mind fuck. <laughs> it's very. I, mean, I, mean, I had a lot of thoughts about it. <laughs> but by the end, yeah, like I, he he was really sweet. I don't know what it feels like to have a guy like me back. So you know, yeah. Honestly, I I thought I was thinking about this when you were talking about your boys. Mm-hmm. That I guess I should say technically my first boyfriend was in sixth grade because I dated this guy, and it was hardly it really wasn't a relationship. It was just us saying we liked each other, and I thought that that meant we were boyfriend and girlfriend, mm-hmm. and. I broke up with him after Valentine's Day because um, he only got me a Twix. How dare he? Where, like... That bastard. Not even anything else but a giant king-size Twix, which granted... Oh, well, it's a king-size. But... You know what? I put out. (laughs) And I was just like, hmm, this isn't enough. Like, I wanted, like... Because I'm a very crafty like I don't know I love writing like making cards and stuff so like I made him a card and like I don't know this is giving me deja vu but I don't know nothing's changed in my life basically but anyway so I broke up with him because I was like he you know what he should have broke up with you he got you a Twix you just got him a card I got him candy too but I put more effort into I like made it into like a nice little package kind of thing but anyways and I just realized like I have constantly like dated guys and like not I have not gotten like the attention or type of attention that I wanted from them like I cannot tell you one relationship where I have felt like ah yes one I can tell that they like me and that they like want to be with me and two like are like putting in the same effort and like attention as I'm giving to them if that makes any sense yeah and it was just kind of like weird Mm. to think about ever since (laughs) my first ever relationship Drew yeah, that is funny. Not, not much has changed in sixth grade. <laughs> no, really. Um, he, I mean, one, this was both of our first relationships, but, like, was very bad at, like, I don't know, treating me like a girlfriend. Like, it was like we were really, really good friends who also made out together. Mm. And so I didn't ever feel like he, like, thought about me in certain ways. Like, like I don't know. Mm. Like... It just didn't feel, like, now that I've been in other relationships, like, it, it didn't, I'm not, it's kind of hard, I'm trying to figure out how to explain it. Like, I, well, one, I wasn't also happy because I 
didn't have any guy friends before I started dating him. And then after I dated him, I got other guy friends and I loved having attention from guys. And same. I think like, what was that? I don't know. <laughs> Just the ghost. I'm scared. That was creepy. It sounded like someone like jumped on I my know. bed. It's we're so we're sitting on for everyone to get a scene of us right now because we aren't we don't have a studio. We sit on the floor of my bedroom so that like I don't know. There's a lot of furniture around to mm-hmm. like block out any echoes or d- deny echoes. What's the correct? Whatever. Anyway, so we're <laughs> deny the echoes. We're Sorry. sitting on the ground and it sounds like someone just jumped on the corner of my bed, which I have. I totally believe that there's ghosts in this room. I have, like, recordings of videos where there's orbs. Oh, you did show me. Yes, because, so, Goose will randomly just start barking, like, mm-hmm. at, like, the same corner of my room where Robert Pattinson is, but, like, before the poster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I would always record, like, I used to just record him because he was being funny, like, barking into nothing, but then tons of orbs would come across in videos, and since then, I've, like, recorded in the same corner around my room, like, when he's not barking, and there'll be no orbs, but every time he starts barking, I'll record, and there's tons of orbs. Someone don't prove me wrong that's not a ghost. But anyway, that totally sounded like someone just, like, no, jumped on my bed. I wonder I, if the microphone caught that. We'll have to listen back and see. But that was creepy. Okay, anyway, I was going to say, Sammy was probably the only... Or, I mean, Sammy was really good about, like, I... Despite that whole little weird cheating thing that happened, like, mm-hmm. I... Like, now looking back, I, like, shouldn't have ever denied that he liked me back. Like, he was really good at, like, reassuring me and... It was just, I don't know, he was a really good guy, and it was a great relationship when it lasted. Yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Since then, I mean, I don't know. I think, like, I just I'm haven't had of, that serious relationship again to, like, judge whether it mm. they give me what I want. Because I kind of get annoyed of guys after <laughs> a while. Yeah, I guess, like, one of my fears and like personal self-conscious things is like if I'm hanging out with a guy or like if I'm in a relationship with them I don't want to feel I mean most people don't want to feel like one they're like being kind of a burden or like that it's one-sided or I always feel like that that's like yeah like I will just stop texting guys like for a long time not and I get get nervous I'm coming off like I don't like them or like I don't want to talk to them it's literally just because I feel like a burden and so I'm like I'll stop annoying you even though I think about you exactly. all the time <laughs> but then also it's like wanting to know that like they like your presence if that makes any sense like I mm-hmm. hate the feeling of like being with someone or like literally sitting next to someone and feeling like you don't even have to be there and they would still be doing the same thing like your presence with them at that moment is not affecting them at all mm-hmm. and like a lot of stuff with Drew like most of the times that we would hang out like I do like doing things together, but, like, separately, like, being in the same room, but, like, I'll be reading, or they'll be playing video games or whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. that I don't mind, but I like, you know, every once in a while, like, acknowledging each other's presences, but, like, he, we would just, like, have so many times where, like, I felt like I didn't, I could, didn't have to be there, and he would still be perfectly content. Like, my Mm -hmm. presence was not adding to, like, anything in his life at the moment, so, like, Mm. the the guy friends that I had made me feel, like, they liked my presence more, I felt like, and so that's kind of why, I think, Mm. part of the reason why I ended things, so... So, are you going to show me how you squirt? Or? <laughs> hey, uh, I think you're cute. Ew, please fuck off with that. I'm oh, so God, sorry. sorry. No, not to you. Fuck off. Fuck Noah Centineo and his weird soft voice self. 
But let's back to the movie. Yeah. Um, that was my are, attempt at bringing it back. No, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> One of the things we noticed um, while watching it this next, this most recent time mm-hmm. was that there's a major color, color thing. Yeah. I I don't know how we didn't notice it the first time. Y'all need to go back and rewatch it. And I mean, it's nothing exciting, but it's just kind of like fun as you're watching it. Like yeah. there's always a dark blue and a yellow together, like in the background or mm-hmm. in their outfits. It's like their school colors even. Yeah. Or a red and an aqua together. Yeah, yeah. Like they're everything in the house, there's like a yellow lamp and a blue couch. Or yes. like yellow flowers in the kitchen and they're like the dishes are blue. I, I'm yeah. just like making it up kind of but yeah but like it's just you just notice it all over the film and you're like this is the prettiest thing i've ever seen mm-hmm. it, it is very i've never noticed it in any other film if i'm being honest yeah so. like because it's weird the way that it's like made is just kind of different like there's a lot of scenes where you know when the two people are talking to each other it's like they're looking into the camera as if they're like looking at you you know yeah yeah there's and so just kind of, like, the camera work is just, like, a little bit different than most movies I've seen. Mm-hmm. And then just, like, the bright colors that are, like, throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's but it's just so pretty. I don't know. It is. No, and, like, I always think about, like, what sticks in my head is the scene where she is, like, walking up to him um, when she's, like, gonna agree to be in a fake relationship when mm. they're, like, on the field. And so, like, the camera's staying still. And, like, yeah. she, like, walks up to the camera and is, like, facing it. Like, yeah. It's very, that's, like, very representative of, like, the film, I feel like, mm-hmm. in terms of kind of, like, quirky work, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we also... <laughs> <laughs> There's just, like, these so many little scenes yeah. that are just so funny in the movie. Like, I, the first time we watched it, we went back there and watched <laughs> yeah. them again. Like, there's one, I, sm- I mean... That's my favorite part, just because it's so cute, and I just want a boy to do it to me. Yeah. Is when they're walking in the cafeteria, and so she told him, like, I don't want to kiss anymore, because this isn't a real relationship, and, like, you know, kissing means a lot to me, so, like, let's not, you know, just throw our mouse around, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. And, but she was like, but you can put your hand in my back pocket, because in 16 Candles, that's what, like, the guy does. Yeah. And so there's a scene where it's, like, they're walking in the cafeteria, and literally the camera's just, like, dust on, like, his hand in her back pocket. Mm-hmm. But then he grabs, like, the pocket and spins her around. It's so cute. And then they're, like, face-to-face. Oh, it's just so precious. <laughs> <sighs> That's, like, have you ever seen um, Angus Song's Imperfect Songing? Forever ago. But you know yes. the part where he... I'm not gonna know it. Okay, well, I'll try and do it to you just really oh, fast. Okay. But basically, so, um, he... There's, Everyone like, next to your each other. so you can see this. Yeah. He's sitting next to each other, and they're holding hands, and then he puts his arm around her while they're still holding hands, and then they walk like this. So he's, like... Oh, I love doing that with her. guys. I always, I've never done that with I a guy. I always do that. Like, it's like our hands so are in the middle, cute. and then you put it to where, like, the, the girl's, girl's like, hugging oh. herself, and then, like, the guy is hugging around her. Yeah. I always do that whenever I'm walking with guys. Oh, that's cute. I've always wanted to do that with a guy. I probably saw it in that movie, and that's what made me do it, because I've been doing that, like, forever. I love it. That That's, like, what made me think of when I saw it in this movie. I mm-hmm. was like, that's another thing that I want. What's our other favorite scene? Oh, my God. <laughs> when we saw it, we literally immediately rewinded yeah, to watch it so again. Fu- it's so simple, but so funny. And I'm like, sure, like, us talking about it, it's not giving it any credit. But. but So, basically, she is, like, about to be confronted by the sister's boyfriend about her letter. And she's trying to avoid him. So, she's upstairs in her room while he's downstairs at the front door. 
and like, he like about to, he like walks into the house as she is climbing out of the window mm-hmm. and then she literally falls off the roof into <laughs> like the just bushes like rolls off and falls and like i remember when we first watched it i was like wait <laughs> like what the fuck and because then she just like bounces up and gets on her bike and, and like then rides away yeah just, I don't know. She's just, like, so cute. And yeah. so, like, that kind of scene, I don't know. I think that She's was just not- a bit too relatable because you're like, I want to be cute, but, like, I'm the kind of person to fall off the fucking Exactly. Room. Like, no one can do that gracefully. Not even this, like, adorable little yeah. Lana Condor or whatever. Yeah. And I remember I said this to you while we were watching it, like, did they plan for that to happen? Like, did they have right? to find a house was while they were scouting? Was that written in the script? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Or like, in the book. Did they, like, because imagine being the like site manager or whatever for like the filming and being like okay we have to find a house that there has a window that is safe enough for someone yeah. to roll out of it or like maybe they have like a pad for her to fall onto or it was like a stunt double or something right like, i have so many questions about that scene <laughs> it's just so funny i don't know it's cute um another important thing about this movie is the fact that it has a an Asian female lead. Yes. And I totally think that needs to be so much more representation in movies. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know that. And like crazy rich Asians, I am just so happy that there's films like that out there. Like, I don't know that they're not like stereotyped in any way. Yeah. It's like, so um, not hard by any means. Um, just like as someone who is white, whatever, like Mm -hmm. recognizing my privilege, I realize like when it comes to racial things, like, I, I don't want... What's the term for, like... Like, no one wants, the white, like, a white girl to, like, say, like, oh, we need to be better to, like, black people kind of thing. Like, it's not... Like an ally or, like, a... No, well, it's, like, white people aren't going to be the ones to fix racism. It's going to be, like, black people who fix it, Asian people who are going to fix it. And, like, I feel like our role is just to support them all that we yeah, can and, yeah. like, build them up. That's and true. so and, like, I, this makes sure me so happy, like, they did it. And yeah. I want to give them all my money and, like, watch those movies a thousand times because, like, I just want to support them. Like, I don't know. I want to do all I can to, like, make these people's lives better because it's not fucking fair that... Yeah. Well, like, something that's so silly is... Like, so, like, helps, makes their life just a little bit worse than ours, or even a lot more worse than ours. Yeah. And, I don't know, I'm just so happy that films like this are coming out, and that they're getting loved by people. Yes, well, like, that new film that's gonna come out yesterday about the guy who, um, is, like, obsessed with the Beatles, and something happens to where, like, the world forgets about it. Like, so funny. I know, I'm excited for that. I think someone was talking about how, like, that's the first film, there's, there's a, like, American film or film that's in English, it's not, like, you Mm -hmm. know, typically... Indian or Asian or whatever, where there's a Indian man lead who is not, like, the butt of the joke, and he's, like, yeah. the romantic, like, you know, Lily James is his romantic interest mm-hmm. and, like, all this stuff. And I'm, like, I, I just think, like, it's... I can't imagine not being able to, like, see myself in films, and so I think exactly, it's really yeah. cool that like, people are finally able to see themselves in these films. Yeah. I'm, like, I don't know. We're just taking such huge steps, I feel like, and I can't wait to where we get to a point where we don't notice the fact that it's an all, like, yeah. Asian cast or an Asian yeah. lead or, you know, anything like that. Like, I can't wait till we get to a point where it's normal. <laughs> yeah. And representative of yeah. the actual population, I feel like, too. Yeah. But, Ugh. and then another cute scene that we really like and that will be our song of the week is... Oh, yeah. Part of the movie, too, is that her, um, the main character, Lara Jean's mother, passed away when she was young, and so she just has a single dad and, like, three sisters, and there's this cafe diner place that they always go to um, that the dad reveals that they went to when they were dating, Mm -hmm. and that 
they had these little like mini jukeboxes at each table, and mm-hmm. she would always play Everybody Wants to Rule the World. And it's just, I don't know, that song is just like perfectly fitted for that scene, because mm-hmm. he talks about how his mom... Or her mom would just play it, like, on repeat. Yeah. And would dance around the cafe. And, like, I just want to... Like, every time I hear that song, I just want to play it on repeat and, like, dance around yeah. my room. Like, it's just so effortlessly happy. Mm-hmm. Just like this film. Yeah. And That's a good way to put it. Effortlessly happy. Like, it yeah. just... I don't know. It's so, just easy and nice. And that'll be our good. song of the week. And I'm sure it's a probably popular song. Yeah. It's kind of older. But um, if you haven't heard it before you should go listen to it and maybe it'll make you a little happy after listening to this episode mm-hmm. is that it do we have any more i think this is it wow good timing wow i'm happy i'm happy that was a good i'm happy we talked about this me too it's a good movie and y'all should go watch it if you haven't i mean it's a rom-com but it's just like i don't know it's one of those you don't, there's not much brain work happening, you know? Exactly. It's easy, effort, effortlessly happy. Yes, I exactly. really do like that. I think that's, like, why me, I personally like movies that are like that, because, I mean, I get... I just like coming out of it smiling. Yeah, and, like, that was not... cliche as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and then sometimes you just need to watch those movies that make you, I don't know, hope for a romance like that, or, Mm -hmm. like, remember a funny time in your life where you're like, yep, I remember being that dumb, or remember thinking that that was the end of the world, but it wasn't, like, simpler times kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I do, I do like that. This movie does, like, it gives you hope again, you know? Yeah. And it's, like, it's realistic enough to where you're like, I mean, I... How realistic is it that you write five letters and they all get sent out? Not yeah. But, like, just the interactions that the people have are very real. Yeah. And... Yeah, like, it just, you just leave feeling hopeful. Well, okay, one more thing that I just thought about was, like, the scene where um, they're at the ski place that they go to or whatever, and uh, Laura Jean's talking to the guy who she did write a letter to, but he ended up being gay, Mm -hmm. and he says something about, like, well, yeah, why wouldn't, like, it's hard for Peter Kavinsky's character to let his ex go because he was, like, there were each other's first and stuff. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I kind of like that they made that distinction that, like, sometimes people are just always going to be, like, not even important to you, but, like, have had an impact on you. Yeah, and, like, that's just a big thing with maturing, too, is recognizing, like, other people have someone, like, has those people that they'll, like, never, like, go, but that doesn't mean that, like, you have to obsess with this person and tell mm-hmm. them to, like, block them. Yeah, yeah. Delete all the pictures that you have together. Like, mm-hmm. that was one thing I'm really sad about because, like, Sammy was, like, a great guy. It was a great relationship when it lasted. And uh, right afterwards, I started dating a psycho guy. And that guy made me go delete all the pictures. Oh Even though, like, I'm the one that broke up with Sammy. Like, it's obvious that you were I had moved on. Him. Yeah. But he was so insecure, so he made me delete every picture I have with Sammy. And so I, like, don't have any pictures from that relationship. And, like, I That's grew sad. so much in that time. And yeah. I'm really sad I don't, like, have those memories to look back on. Because mm-hmm. it, it was a good two years. One yeah. and a half year years when I feel like I get honestly suspicious of when I see because like I I have friends whatever that are like date other people and like if I go back and look and those pictures are gone I'm like how I don't know like is that really the kind of like catharsis you needed or like it's kind of it seems a little shallow or like yeah it's very petty unhonest or dishonest to yourself to think and, like, like then, that they weren't important to you because yeah. like, clearly they were and like because sammy after he saw that i deleted all the pictures he went through and deleted all the pictures of us Aww. too and, like that just made me like 
at the time I didn't think much of it, but like now since I've had a lot of time to like reflect on everything, like I'm really sad that both of us did that because yeah, I don't know. I thought I was I thought I had a good time. So <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But I feel like that, oh, that's just a really important maturing or thing to recognize. Accept, yeah, is that like everyone has someone that they'll always love and like or not even just love, it's like they'll have a place in your heart and yeah. you just like have to accept that. I don't know. Well and like I honestly want to know about that because I I mean, obviously it made you part of who you are today. So I feel like understanding yeah. the person who's in front of you is like understanding their past and how they got there. So exactly. like why wouldn't you want to know about like past things that have hurt them or that they really I don't know, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's a part of getting to know the whole person. Yeah, I, I feel like it's important. <clears throat> like, for my, like, biggest two relationships I've been in, I love when I get to a point with a guy where I can tell them about those. Yeah, I honestly, like, this sounds weird, like, can't wait until I feel comfortable enough to talk about exactly. that. Because it's, like, a huge weight yeah. off my shoulders, honestly. Because I'm not thinking, like, oh, well, like, this relates to that time and that's why I'm acting like a crazy bitch or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. so many times where I'm second-guessing my actions, but I know I have a reason for it because of something that happened to me, but I, like, can't explain it to somebody else mm-hmm. because then I'd have to, like, tell them all this extra stuff that I'm not sure if they're, like, ready to hear or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, it just can't... I don't know. I know. My psycho ex, I feel like he... I mean, obviously, he damaged me in a lot of ways more than one, but yeah. I feel like it was so hard for me to get in relationships after that because like because I could never I never wanted to tell people about that relationship because a lot of fucked up things happen but then like I, um, there's only one guy who I've like really talked about it to and mm-hmm. he had like the best first like reaction ever he just like hugged me afterwards and it was just so I don't know it was great because I was really nervous that he couldn't tell I liked him because I had like trouble showing my feelings after yeah, that and yeah. I feel like that like, helped him understand it a lot. Yeah. I like that. Wow, I loved that scene in to All the Boys I Loved Before, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, okay, well, shut up now. <laughs> um, so, thank you for listening, guys. We told ourselves we'd never get over an hour, but we might. Uh, maybe I'll cut some stuff down. We had a little bit of pausey stuff, but... Yeah, not... Not that much, but... <laughs> Anyways, um, we hope you enjoyed listening to us talk about this movie. You really should go watch it if you haven't seen it. It's not. It's only like an hour and a half, honestly, so... Yeah. You also should go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Girls with Tattoos Pod. And no one emails us because... T- duh. But if anyone wants to email us, it's girlswithtattoospod at gmail.com. I promise this week we will reveal who won the raffle. There will be two winners, and I have kept a tally of who's done it, and I just haven't done anything about it. You know, honestly, we should just... There's not many people who did it. It's... There's so many people who listen to it, and no one is, like, sharing it. It's literally so easy to just share it. I'm just going to say y'all are idiots for not doing it, but... But we still love y'all. We're still... Because we said we were going to do it, we're going to do it, and... There's at least eight people. Oh, that's so. good. I was kind of hoping you didn't say the number because that's, that's <laughs> no. Sad. I want you to know we listen. We, there's a lot more listeners than eight. Um, <laughs> I just don't want to. I saw somewhere it was like some annoying guy on Twitter said something douchey and someone quote tweeted it and they're like, "There's always a guy with stupid opinions like this who has a like." stupid podcast because apparently the guy's bio he has a podcast oh God. so now i'm like i don't want us to have a stupid podcast we don't have a stupid podcast we have a good one 
Anyway, we love all all thousand of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Uh, thank you for listening. Um, we hope you'll have a great week. Tune back. Tune in. <laughs> tune in next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Get it? <laughs> <gasps> Honestly, that's the first time I've ever been called a cunt. Was in that letter. That's and so awful. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> see y'all next Tuesday. Uh, and we hope y'all have a great week. And I love you, Keely. I love you, Anna.